Today we reach the final section of the missionary discourse in Matthew chapter 10. Jesus says that persecution is a sort of fact that you will have to expect if you follow him. Uh, he has come to bring the sword in the sense that I mean, he does, he would want, ideally, he would want peace, but he knows that if we follow him, if, we, if our commitment to him is sincere, uh, that will awaken opposition from those who you know, want something different for us, who may not agree with the direction uh, you know, your life is taken when you follow Christ. And he says it becomes a sort of contest of loves. It's not simply strangers out there that will oppose you, but even those very close to you, friends, relatives, immediate family, co-workers. Um, in, in, even though these lines sound very striking, that, that whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, it's basically a, a sort of another way of putting the first commandment. To love God above all else means that we, we cannot prefer anything else, even our you know, immediate family, above God. That's simply, simply that. Uh, in, in a sense, God, you know, God is the one who upholds that love of my family. He's the one who commands me to honor and respect father and mother, to be faithful to, you know, in marriage, to love your children. And nobody will uphold uh, your love for those closest to you in a stronger way than God. And it, and it will also, you know, set a boundary to anything that will destroy that love, like pride or, you know, uh, lust, anger, um, you know, uh, distrust, you know, resentment. So God will uphold in your heart the love of your family. At the same time, upholding that love means that he, he needs to reign in your heart. That if you put that love of others over and above the love of God, there's a profound distortion that is taking place. And you're, I'm, if I would do that, I would be subverting my love for my family. I would be placing them in the in God's place, I would be idolizing them, and in that sense, I would be harming those relationships. If I'm loving my mom, my dad, my children, my friends, over and above God, if I'm preferring to side with them, you know, and and not to listen to Christ in something, uh, if I yield to their pressure, if I'm afraid of giving offense to them, and so I'm not as faithful to God in something. Well, I'm not only making a disservice to the gospel, I'm also harming my family uh, because I'm not leading, I'm, I'm kind of falsifying things and I'm not loving them the right way. It will eventually result in their, in some, some harm to them as well. Um, and then the Lord says something very interesting here. He says, whoever receives you receives me, whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. And all these other com kind of analogies that follow uh, or, or correlations, you know, whoever uh, receives a prophet because he's a prophet, will be given a prophet's reward. What is the Lord getting at here? Well, he basically, he's saying this. Human beings have a capacity to reflect more than themselves individually. That is, when you come to the world, when you interact, you can just sort of be, represent yourself or you can stand for something greater than yourself. And we are all called to greatness by God. We're, called, we're sent on a mission. And being sent on a mission by God means that we don't only represent our own individual interest, we also represent God in, in some way. We represent His kingdom if we truly are sent on a mission by Him. We have this amazing capacity to represent something greater than ourselves. And so he's, the Lord is saying, you know, when, I'm, when I, you're following me, I'm sending you, 
whoever is receiving you is not just receiving you with your name, you know, it's also receiving you and Christ in them, in, in you. Um, and if they reject you, maybe the reason they, why they will persecute you is because they're persecuting me, really. They don't want to accept me into their lives, Christ says. So when they reject you in, in, as you are sent by me, would say the Lord, um, they're not really rejecting you as an individual so much. They're rejecting the one who is sending you, you see. And what they want you to do is to shake that off, is to renounce that representation, is to stop being on a mission. It's just be yourself, in a sense. But the Lord says, you know, who, whoever, if you want to find your individual life, in a sense, and you shake off your mission from me, you will lose your life. If you think that by, by you know, abandoning the plan of God for, you, for your life and just clinging to who you are individually, you will save yourself. That's it's, it's wrong. It's not true. You're, you're settling for less than you're called to. And you will not find happiness and, and greatness and fulfillment in that. So take this to your meditation today and ask the Lord, what, 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 is, what does He want you to take away from this? You know, what is the, the vision of greatness that He wants you to adopt for your life? And how maybe does He want to see your own struggles in, in, you know, in holding to the torch of faith and, and, and bringing that torch of faith to everyday situations when you find resistance? Well, how, what is the perspective in which God wants to see that? Uh, how does He want to maybe correct or, or want to help you see that differently? And how... You know, how does he want you also to interact with others? Well, take this to your reflection today and ask the Lord for his guidance and the light of the Holy Spirit.